Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Geekade.com proudly presents to you, it's at least once a month, brand new wrestling podcast, The Backdrops and Body Slams podcast. I am your host, Dan Ryan, and in that corner, weighing a svelte 148 pounds, you've tried the rest, now try the vest. It's the vest lord, Dean DeFalco. I've actually gone to part-time, so I'm only going to be able to do it like every six months when my filming schedule permits. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's fine. Well, I mean, like, at least as, as long as we hit, like, the big shows. I, and not the big show, because fuck him. But, like, I'm not going to hit the you know. big show. I mean, <laughs> uh, he could be as shitty as he wants as a wrestler, but, I mean, he flipped a Jeep. He could easily he crush me into a box. He did flip a Jeep, and spoilers uh, for a little bit later in the discussion, Big Show, best shape of his life. Guy looks like a fucking million bucks right now. He looked like a torpedo, actually. He's he <laughs> well, shaped I mean... like a torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's what this is going to be. Dean and I decided that uh, there, was, there was a giant uh, squared circle shaped hole in the Geekade.com presentation of nerd culture. So we're going to fill that. Uh, once a month because there's a lot of wrestling that happens every month and uh, like there is certainly more than enough to do this weekly but we don't have time to do this weekly so we're going to do it at least once a month yeah right yeah, I that's, mean, that's, that's the that's the agreement at least once a month if, if schedule permits more and we could stick another one in we might but expect us to come around at least once a month like like uh like a monthly christmas that's what you guys are yeah. going to get the <laughs> gift of us every week not jericho us that's right. The gift of the backdrops and body slams podcast. So we're uh, we're gonna we're starting this week because uh, this past weekend, yesterday, as a matter of fact, was my favorite event of the year, the Royal Rumble. Dean, what what are your thoughts on the Rumble? Are you a fan? Uh, it's it's actually my favorite event too. That's actually what got me back into wrestling. Like I think five years ago, was uh, my my friends at the time were like, oh, let's watch the Rumble. And I was like, I remember wrestling. I, yeah, sure, <laughs> fuck it, let's watch the Rumble. And that's before the network was out. So I shelled out 50 bucks to watch the Royal <laughs> Rumble with all my friends. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I, I Wow, it, it was a while ago. But I remember, like, they threw out all the old guys that year, too. Like, Booker T oh, came yeah, out. Oh, yeah, right on. The, the, uh, DDP. Yeah, DDP came out. It was great. It was a good time. And that uh, slowly got me back into the uh, to the square. And now, uh, now, now you're hardcore back in. And now I'm, I am a devout uh, follower of the of the Church of Macho. That's right. You are you are a member of the C Nation. You are well, no, I, maybe not that far. But all right. So we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start with uh, NXT Takeover San Antonio. And uh, I was not in all honesty, super hyped for this takeover because they didn't do a great job of hyping all of these matches. However, it fucking delivered like takeover always does. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was great. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I had no doubt in my mind it was going to be good. Uh, some of the stuff did seem a little slapdash. Like we didn't know about the uh, Eric Young match. Till the week before, which <laughs> like, like a few days before, they were like, "Oh, yeah." Th there was no build up to it either. Uh, no. I, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, it, I mean, easily it was probably one of the top matches uh, of the night. But yeah, no. Um, the the whole DIY authors of pain thing that w again was a little rushed. It wasn't bad. Just 
kind of felt like they were like, oh, we need a tag team thing. Let's make these big bad guys, you know, champs again. So, let's, all right. Let's do yeah. this. So, so let's, uh, let's start uh, with that Ty Dillinger, Eric Young, uh, the first match of the night. Ty Dillinger comes out. That dude is so over. It's, it's ridiculous. He's my favorite. How over that guy is. Coming out with the 10. It's a great song. The crowd is just losing their shit. Chanting 10, 10, 10. Just insane. And I love, I love during his, I love that during his matches it started where like when a guy would be on the outside of the ring and the ref is counting up to 10, you know, for the count out. Everybody in the crowd just, just chants 10 the whole time. It doesn't even like, matter if it's not, like, even if he's not at the event, like, they'll do it during fucking Raw or SmackDown that's now. That's awesome. Like, it's carried over to just, like, ah, we're doing this on TNA now, too. That's how fucking over Ty Dillinger is. So, it's Ty Dillinger, Eric Young. Eric Young looked really good. Uh, like, now, this, this was his, like, first actual match, wasn't it? Well, like no, it, one of the very first that he's been in since like, he's been back. Yeah, like earlier in the summer, um, Samoa Joe, when he was NXT champ, was just like calling dudes out, and Eric Young showed up, and it was this whole big surprise thing, and it was, oh, it's Eric Young, no shit, I used to love that guy in TNA, and he's really fun, and and he got his ass handed to him by Samoa Joe because and Samoa then, Joe because Samoa Joe. And then he disappeared for a little bit and came back with this whole sanity thing. And um, I really like I really like sanity. I think it's I think it's really good. The the build up to this match, like the storyline reason of Eric Young demanding that Ty Dillinger join sanity. And then like Ty Dillinger saying no is what started this match. That was a little slapdash like. I don't know. You could have come up with something a little better than yeah, that. Yeah, and, and then the but... whole thing with Demo, and I'm like, what, what, where, where, where does this guy come from? Just all of a sudden, <laughs> motherfuckers like, I want to be in it. I'm gonna fucking hurt people all the time, and then throw the jacket down because I'm fucking whiny and emotional, and I don't know how to handle that. So I'm gonna keep <laughs> hurting people. Oh yeah, no, like oh. I, I, I like the idea of sanity more than I like the authors of pain. Um. Because I, I like that as a stable more than I just like these two big tag team guys that don't speak any English apparently. Yeah. Paul yeah. Toka, yeah, Toka yeah. and Razor. We'll get to uh Yeah. That's that's a story later on. But yeah, no, um I, I like what they're doing. However, I, I feel like this was maybe a little rushed, like Ty Dillinger is obviously meant for something bigger than NXT, but they're not willing to go any further with the character in NXT. So they keep right. setting him up for all these big stories, and then they keep making him the punching bag. You know, again, he's the guy who more or less put Bobby Roode over. Like he he did this, yeah, yeah. this whole big match, uh, and I I don't know if he put Eric Young over, but he definitely helped solidify him as like an actual force there. And uh, Sanity now. Uh, yeah, uh, the buildup for Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode was way better. But, you know, I, I guess they just needed to squeeze Eric Young in somewhere. And Ty Dillinger seemed like a good thing. So I I, I didn't hate it. Uh, no, it was, it was a good match. But yeah, no, the match was great. Um, it was a good match. But, they all they got their spots in. Um, the, the finish of the match with uh, Dillinger sliding out and doing the, the sliding dropkick through the ropes and then 
going to to pull himself back in and getting caught in Eric Young's finisher. Like all of that was it flowed really well. They looked good together. Like and I mean Ty like match. well the thing was Ty won without actually winning because I mean, he was manhandling all three of them. He gave fucking Damo the boot to the face. He gave the uh the, the tiebreaker to uh what what the hell is that guy's name? Wolf? Oh, Alexander Wolf, yeah. Yeah, yeah he gave uh, he gave the tiebreaker to him. And I mean, um Eric Young was the only one who got away like sort of Scott for No, actually, uh didn't he get the tiebreaker to it? Well, he got uh, what was it? Superplexed? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, got hit. So, like they all got their spots in, but Ty, Ty Eric was Young making the rounds, away. man. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. it. So I, I feel like it was a win for both of them because it, it, I think it solidified Ty Dillinger for something bigger without him actually winning and let Eric Young kind of move forward as a force in uh, NXT now. Well, and we'll we'll talk about why that's important in a couple minutes. The next match on the card. Andrade Cien Almas versus Roderick Strong. This was like Roderick Strong's first big match um, right, since right. signing. Yeah. Because uh, he was he was supposed to be in the tag team tournament over the summer, but then uh, Austin Aries ended up getting his eye just fucking jacked up by Nakamura, like a legit orbital fracture, and just destroyed his his fucking face. But now we um, get his announcing greatness on 205 Live. And he is really good at yeah, it. Yeah, I he hope is. he's not done in the ring because Austin oh, that would, is really that, great. Yeah, that would make me sad. But I, I mean, me you know, if he if he's healing, you know, and he just needs to sit out, fine. That's cool. You know, go, go do your announcing thing for now. Yeah. So Roderick Strong and uh, Cien. This was the first time since uh, Cien Almas has been in NXT where I've been like, all right, there's the dude that started Los Ingobernables, and there's the guy, like, that's the dude that that WWE signed and was looking for, because trying him as a face coming out, like, with the stupid tights and the bad ring entrance gear, like, it just wasn't working. But this dude, like, started one of the most popular factions, like, in the world right now, like, it, especially in New Japan, in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now, you have Los Ingobernables de Japón, who are like running fucking New Japan, stronger than Bullet Club, stronger than Chaos, stronger than all the factions they have there. He started that down in Mexico, brought it over to Japan, and Tetsuya Naito is leading Los Ingobernables de Japón um, over in New Japan. It's a huge fucking thing. And he's just been floundering in NXT. On Saturday night, though, uh, yeah. new ring gear looked like a badass. He, uh, yeah, the, the whole black attire was hardcore. A lot better. Yeah, these two dudes beat the shit out of each other for like ten minutes. I I I have to catch <laughs> this a, match was hard. I, let me preface this: at Takeover was on while I was at work. And I had it on my phone in the corner, and, like, I was trying to do my job at the same time. So, like, <laughs> I care very much about, like, wrestling. That's that's just how much I care. So I, I, I was, like, looking over in, uh, every few minutes. And every time I looked over, these two were just going at each other hard as fuck. And, I, like, I mean, I, I knew uh, Cien Almas was already, like, a great wrestler because his skill... Um, has already been proven. He's done a lot of really amazing stuff in NXT as far as his, uh, you know, uh, moves are concerned. But you're right, his personality hasn't been there. And making him a heel made it that much better, especially when he turned against, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, God, uh, the, the... 
Oh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was, the, that was uh, his big heel turn. Tag team tournament. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I mean, that was a hell of a guy to turn against, too, because they are pretty comparably matched as far as their acrobatics go. And um, Cien, like, just, yeah, he's a really fun wrestler to watch. And he's uh, really I thought, good. Yeah, I thought for a while he was going to just ended up uh, get, like, squashed or something or not being shown off as much. But he he's made his way back into. Uh, NXT, which I'm I'm happy he's a staple of again. This match just kind of solidified him uh, as a uh, as a primetime person. You need more heels in NXT because really the only heels are at like the top of the. Uh, no, they really are right now. And yeah. uh, there there needs to be more stuff sprinkled like in the middle. And I think he's one of these people that could really shine. I know there's not more than really two or three belts in NXT right now. But there can at least be some infighting, and I think he would be good for that sort of infighting. Yeah, I agree. Like, there, there's not a ton of, uh, of like, top heels in NXT right now, and CN can be one of those top guys. Like, a CN almost bobby Roode match is something that I'm now excited for. Now, um, uh, with... Yeah, I, bobby Roode is the top uh top dude right now as far as that goes but do you think you you think cn almas is comparable to to bobby Roode? i think he can be like he was i mean this is like he is not a rookie you know what i mean like this isn't right, a guy right. that they really have to do a lot of training with he's just got to get comfortable with the wwe style and then once he's fully comfortable i this this dude can go can go right to the top. I mean, it would it would be kind of weird to have a heel he versus heel for the NXT champ spoilers for the NXT championship. Um, you know, so you might turn Bobby Roode face at that point, which I, he kind of already is, but um I don't know, like he he showed a lot. I think Roderick Strong looked really good in this match too. Like he got in his backbreakers, which is awesome. Like Roddy Strong is like the fucking king of the backbreaker. And the finish of the match, I was really surprised that Strong got the win. Uh, I think he needed like a, an actual win on his own because up until this point, it's been mainly uh, tag stuff he's been doing. Like he, yeah. he's been in matches, but it's either been like a triple threat match or he did the Fatal Four Way a couple weeks back. So there's which always which he looked been, really good he, in. He did look really good, but there's always been other people that could cover up a mistake. And now this was his first time with the spotlight solely on him. And you're right. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he delivered. Yeah, man. he he did a really great job of uh, shining in the ring. Yeah, so Roderick Strong comes away with the victory with the uh, the sick kick, which is uh, still not my favorite name for a finisher, but it looked fucking brutal. Like he he fucking hit that hard and almost sold it well. So that was uh, it was a really solid match. Really liked it. Agreed. Um, the next matchup was the Fatal Four Way for the NXT Women's Championship. The undefeated Asuka, uh, over three hundred days as champion at this point. Versus Nikki Cross from Sanity, who's fucking insane, and uh, then the two Australian girls, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, and this was a match you didn't see all the way through, right? You said no. I mean, just to, to preface this, this was probably the least excited I was for any of the matches. Um, I feel there's better talent out there than uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I don't particularly like them. As, I don't love him either. And, I'm not like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't love him. Their their shtick uh, just really doesn't jive well with me. And um, Nikki Cross, 
is really awesome. Like, I, I it was a shame for a while. They were kind of using her as, like, enhancement talent just for, yeah. like, to put other people over. So I'm happy she's getting a chance. But, yeah, man, that, that lady is fucking bug nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they're like, go crazy. And she's like, yeah, I got this. I got this. Yeah, biting ropes, biting people, fucking jumping on. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, I mean, like... Uh, Eric Young and uh, uh, the Wolf, and uh, not Damo yet, because I'm sure Damo could literally just pick her up and like move right. her. But yeah, like they look like they're having trouble holding her off as she's clawing at the ground <laughs> to get towards whatever the fuck she's angry at. It, it is. She is into that character. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Um, so save for that, I the other two kind of turned me off to the match because it could have been Nikki Cross versus uh uh Oscar, uh, and I would have been happy with that. Yeah. Well, and I think maybe we'll uh we'll get to that point. The one thing they did really well, I don't know that I've ever seen this in a in a fatal four-way match. There was a point in the match where um Peyton Royce and Billy Kay had taken Nikki Cross up to the announcer table. They put her through a table um with like a really dope table spot, like and Nikki Cross was out of the match for the from that moment on. And when they got back to the ring and both of them were beating Oscar down, Peyton Royce um, went for the pin on Asuka and Billy Kay laid down on top of her and there was no like infighting with the heels. I've never fucking seen that before. These were two heels trying to take the belt and it didn't matter which one of them won. And like yeah. it was just a really nice bit of storytelling that they often forget when they're doing this this stuff. Well, well I mean... That kind of makes me ring a bell up to the WWE stuff that's going on with uh, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Best friend! Best, Best friend. friends. So, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like that where, you know, as long as one of them has the belt, it's like both of them having the belt. Mm -hmm. Which, mm -hmm. I, to be honest, I, I, I just don't like any of that. I, like, Peyton Royce looks like the fucking alien in the movie Alien, like, her yeah, face she's... is long. Oh, God, she's so fucking ugly. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and uh, Billy Kay's not far behind. She's got a butter face, dude. It looks like it started melting, and someone's like, oh, shit, we need to freeze this. And then they were just like, <laughs> send it down the line. She's done. Just let it go. It's it's done. Get it the fuck out of here. Neither of them are pretty. Billy Kay's at least tall, and, you know, she has a stature to her. She looks yeah. almost... She's sort of, like, Charlotte-esque in her build, so... I could see her being a little fearsome. Peyton Royce is like a little fucking butt imp. Oh god, I hate her. I hate her so much. I just, I don't. I, I don't like the. I'm shtick. not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna go that far with them. But like, I just, I don't see. I haven't seen a lot of improvement in either of them. No, and Billy kay has been around. Uh, what since August? August, July? Uh, longer than that. Yeah, I mean, because these. All of these guys have been well. Not I mean, not all of them, but well, most a lot of them these have been like dark have been, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they've been in the company for for a little while before they make their TV debuts. And I don't know. I just don't see a lot of improvement. I really don't like the way they move in the ring. Like it was a good match. Like it it was probably my least favorite match of the night. But which is weird because. Asuka usually has one of my favorite matches of the night because yeah. that girl is yeah. fucking nuts. Well, I I mean, they've given a lot her a lot of talent. And I mean, she's a very talented lady, so they can do that. You know, she doesn't need any enhancement. Anything you give her is just going to be, like, icing on the cake. Her yeah. and Mickey James, that was a fucking awesome match, man. That was great. Oh, her and Mickey James, that was a great match. Yeah, and uh, I feel like uh, like her and Bailey was uh, great. Her and Nia Jax was cool. Um, But I... Yeah. There are other... She's had, 
she's had really good matches with everybody. Um, this was probably the worst, but I think her and Nikki Cross would be a good match. I'm super hyped for when they do Asuka Ember Moon. Yeah. That's going to be a fucking I, dope match. I, I think this was something just to hold over. Like, I feel a couple of the matches were, um, this being one of them. Until we was, get to the next point. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, all right, you know, uh, maybe so and so is not ready. Uh, we need people to cover. Okay, you two get a spot tonight. If you do good, you know, maybe there's something in the future. So. I think it was kind of like that because Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, they're just kind of like, yeah, we're going to beat so-and-so up, and that's what we're going to do, and we're not really going to have a match. We're just going to beat them up, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's what they do. And, I, you know, if, if if it turns into something down the line, that's cool. We'll if, see. If yeah. it doesn't, I, like, I'm, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. No. Nah, no. Nah. I mean, Asuka walked away with the title. She's still champion, still undefeated. She got the pin. You know, in the fucking four-way match, like, they are, they have established her as just nigh unbeatable. Yeah, and yeah, they have. whoever takes her down, if it's Ember Moon or if it's one of the new girls they're bringing in or Donna Perrazzo or, or you know, it, it's going to be huge when, when Asuka finally loses. But, all right, so last two matches of the night. Uh, tag team champion. Well, there was a dark match. No way, Jose against uh, Elias Sampson. We'll see. Uh, that'll probably be. Um, that'll probably be on NXT this week, I would imagine. Um, but the uh, the match, the two matches I was most hyped for, anyway. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa DIY, DIY against yeah. against the Authors of Pain for the tag team championship, and they somehow managed because, like, look. Johnny Gargano is a little dude. He is not a big guy at all. And Tommaso Ciampa, while bigger than Gargano, is not very big. These, these were two guys that were in the Cruiserweight tournament over the summer. The Authors of Pain, while being a really dumb fucking name. That's 600 I mean, pounds I, of I angry. guess it's not any dumber than like the Legion of Doom. No, really, yeah. But this, or the, it's you not know, the, the 80s crew. anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but... Those two dudes, fucking Akam and Razar, are huge. Oh yeah, they, they're monstrous dudes. Yeah, they're they're ginormous. That's like having Kane and the Undertaker in the ring. It's just like, who do you put up against them? <laughs> oh, let's get these two midgets to fight them. That'll be funny, right? And yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. The, the but thing, they somehow they in this it. match, yep. they made it to where Gargano, Gargano and Ciampa did not look silly. Like they looked, yeah. Like they had a chance in this match, and spoilers: your new champions are the authors of pain. And I thought Corey Graves might have had a uh, the line of the night during this match when he was like, "The authors of pain might be champions forever," <laughs> and they very well might be. Cause yeah, till they choose to leave. Till they choose to leave. I mean, those guys have gotten so much better. You know, whereas like we were talking about Billy Kay and Peyton Royce and how they haven't gotten much better. The Authors of Pain in the ring today versus who they were a year ago when they debuted. It's a night and day difference. I mean, these guys are, are so much better and they they look like a legit team now. And Gargano and, and Ciampa did an amazing job selling in this match because they got beat the fuck up. Yeah. I'm I mean, they just got thrown around yeah i'm a little sad that they uh that they lost the title so quickly because i mean you had the revival who had the championships for fucking ever and um 
then you had this happen, and I mean, they they had it for maybe three months. It, it hasn't yeah, been a very like long time, you know. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I I'm the revival didn't have it for like forever, but it was a while. Like I I would have liked to see a little bit more. Uh, Gargano and uh, Ciampa running around, but it's okay. It's all right. I mean, uh, you you are correct. the The authors of Pain have come a very long way because when they first started, it was just all about slamming small people into the ground, and uh, it got to the yeah. point where, you know, they started adding moves to their arsenal, and like their move set is kind of deep now. And for big dudes, they can they can move really well. They really can. Yeah, like you're right. When they when they first debuted, they were just having squash matches it was like just go in there and fucking powerbomb a couple of dudes and then leave you know and now they're actually having full matches that are telling a story and this one on saturday night it was a great match Absolutely. i mean it, it doesn't come anywhere near diy versus the revival from the previous oh, takeover God, that was insane during survivor series yeah. but i mean this was this it was a great match and gargano and champa might be ready for the main roster. I don't think they'll get called up yet because that would leave basically no one in the tag team division in NXT because TM61, uh, one of the dudes got hurt and he's out for like seven months or something like that, which really sucks in the revival. I mean, they don't have anything left to do in NXT. They should be up at least on SmackDown. You know, I mean, actually, I would prefer them on SmackDown. You know, I could, I could go for some more revival and American Alpha for the SmackDown tag team titles, I, I'm I'm into that match. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. But I, this was a, it was a really good match. I I mean I'm not I'm not even upset with the with the outcome, and I thought I would be, but they they told a, a good story and had a good match. No, so. yeah. When I when I saw the alert, because again I I was looking back and forth, and it said the authors of Pain one. I was like, oh, well, okay. You know that that's cool. <laughs> like I'll I'll just see someone else beat them sooner or later. So it's it's not the end of the world. I mean. I hope they don't keep it forever because as great as NXT is, it's it's a stepping stone for right. the these people. And the problem is is that I think WWE has a problem throwing new people up there because they like what they have and they're afraid to experiment. But the, the thing is, like, it needs to be experimented with because a lot of, especially the tag team division, gets stale very quickly and you know nothing nothing against the new day because they did deserve like all every single day that they had those titles but yeah it 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 gets to a point where well it's the same guys facing the same guys every week you know when, when you guys just gonna, over and over and over yeah again. and i yeah. you know uh, cesaro and sheamus was cool uh that was neat you guys that WWE made two dudes who weren't. I mean, to be fair, uh, Cesaro was over a lot, but Sheamus wasn't yeah. over at all. And they put them together, and they made this weird fucking Frankenstein combo that worked. <laughs> so, like, you know, but people want to see new things. They don't want to see, you know, the same dudes just kind of forced to work with each other. As fun as that was, you can't do that with everyone, and that can only no. ever work once in a while. So, yeah, you know, it's it's going to leave a void in NXT, but I feel the actual WWE roster might need it more. Um, seeing the revival it, would yeah, be great. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it, you're right. There's... Especially when you have these two factions, there sure as shit is not enough good tag teams to go around. And no. uh, 
you know, especially things like the VOD villains flopping and not working mm-hmm. in the main roster. Well, now you got these two dudes who aren't doing anything and you're paying them. What what, what the fuck? Like, you got to figure out something to do, and they're not. Uh, I mean, the last time the VOD villains were anywhere near relevant was last year, and they were just coming out of NXT into the WWE, and that was that was about it. That was the last time anyone fucking cared. Um, oh, it's such a shame, too. Yeah. I love that gimmick. Yeah, no, it, I love it, it. it sucks. Like, it... It, things that well the the problem is is that NXT is like those are the diehard fans like that's you and me are pretty much diehard fans for wrestling. Yeah, um, smarks, <laughs> we're fucking smarky little assholes that we are. And <laughs> when you go to the WWE, there's a much wider audience that doesn't catch stuff like that. Like my friend uh, Natal, God bless his soul, he only watches the WWE stuff, like the actual right. main roster. So when I'm like, I hope Di- Ty Dillinger comes up for the Royal Rumble, he's like, Who's Ty Dillinger? And I was like, Oh, you know nothing. You know nothing, yeah. good sir. Those you ten chants are lost on you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, it, it it's not for everyone. And uh, things like the vaudevillains don't always make it, uh, which it, it makes me sad, but it is what it is. So when you have something like uh, DIY or the revival, which are just they just work. They're these these guys intermingle well. They they work well together. There's no gimmick. They're just they're bad they're guys. They're good. good guys. You know they have personality to them. It's it's kind of like having two two rocks. Uh, working together, yeah, yeah just yeah. it's all that charisma put into a team, and it just it works well. So, I I would I would hope that they get pushed sooner than later and just leave a bit of a void in NXT, and then I I'd be cool with it. Put but you can you can always put talent together that is floundering by themselves in NXT. Maybe they'll make a good team together. You never know. You got yeah, that well, weird fucking there's... Hawaiian dude that's been kind of trolling around lately. From yeah, fucking that dude's No Way weird. Jose. Oh god, that guy is fucking stupid. I don't even know I his name. I love just No Way Jose. I, I love No Way Jose. And like, who the fuck is this guy trying to bring down his good time, man? Fuck that I dude. I know. What an asshole. <laughs> what a douche. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, I went off so, on, on no, a it's tangent. All, it's all right. It's all right. So main event of the evening: NXT Champion Shinsuke Nakamura versus. The glorious Bobby Roode coming to the ring with a bevy of ladies. Nakamura just coming out, riding the fucking cart like it's an old WrestleMania down to the ring. And for for not spending too much time building this match up, I mean, there was, there was just so much buildup with Nakamura and Balor and then Nakamura and Samoa Joe. And, and this was just like, oh shit, Bobby Roode's going to fucking wrestle Nakamura. That's, that's great. Uh, that'll be fun. This was a great match. This was by far Bobby Roode's best match in years. Um, Bobby Roode has been great for a very, very long time. He was great in TNA. Uh, his first couple of matches in WWE though weren't as uh, weren't as glorious as as you would hope that they would be. But this one, dude, like when when it's a big match, there's nobody better than Nakamura. Oh, that that there, guy puts just on not. such a show, and I I mean even his promos, the guy can barely speak English, and he puts on better promos than most of the guys in any roster. Uh, it will be, and Byru's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't you fucking do it, <laughs> a glorious, and I'm like, yes, oh god, yeah, he knows how to work a crowd. He just he he exudes the charisma. Best. Oh yeah, yeah, and I I mean Bobby Roode was the perfect cl- uh like just ingredient to to a, a a great match you know they 
they I feel he worked enough like working his way up. They didn't just stick him in anything which was good. Right. You know, so he got enough time working his way into this. And I, I again I, I think one of the first uh you know big matches putting him over was Ty Dillinger. And then after that they had this fatal four way with a bunch of other people and stuff and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. Now he's here and now uh spoilers he has the championship. So he Yes, it, he does. He's king of the world right now. And this also leaves, you know, Shinsuke to kind of go either way now. He can stay, get a rematch, which he probably will, and then hopefully we could see a main roster sooner or later. Who knows? I, I would imagine sometime after WrestleMania will be Nakamura's big call up. Yeah. Um because the way they work this match with Shinsuke hurting his knee on a uh a fucking Kinshasa on the uh, the apron, which was fucking nuts. Um, but like blowing his knee out and then hitting another Kinshasa, not being able to make the pin. Bobby Roode laying in wait, just getting up like towards the end of the match and just putting him in the in the fucking single leg crab and wailing on Nakamura's knee. It was like, oh fuck, stop the match, stop the match. That you're killing I know, Shinsuke. Yeah, you're like, you're like uh, Rocky, and there's Apollo him. Creed, yeah. and it's like fuck, throw in the towel. No, not yet. Don't no, throw no. in the towel. And fucking no. I, but it was. I saw a bunch of the highlights for that one. It was a hell of a match, man. It was um, a great yeah. match. It was a great, great, great match. At like Nakamura, man. When it's a big match, there's nobody fucking better. That dude just gets it. And but it makes perfect sense right now for Bobby Roode to be the champ in NXT. He is not going to be in NXT for very long either. I don't think he is perfect for the main roster. He is a WWE superstar. He won't be there for too long, but for him to be a transitional champ, let Nakamura heal up a little bit, um, have a rematch. Bobby Roode will go over and Nakamura gets called up to the main roster after WrestleMania. Perfect fucking way to do it. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And then you clear some of the younger guys up to to get this title because, I mean, to be honest, everyone knew Shinsuke was going to get the title and, you know, Samoa Joe was going to have to give it up. Finn gave it up to Samoa Joe. And you've been having these dudes who have been, like, it's it's fucking obvious they're going to get the title. Once Bobby Roode leaves... That pretty much leaves a vacancy. Like I, I mean, well, you... yeah, they got they got to build some of the new dudes. Like Cassius Ono is back. Fucking Chris Hero is back. Yeah, as Cassius Ono, Tommy End. Who did you watch any of the UK tournament? I watched a bit. Yeah, recently. Okay, Tommy End fucking debuted at the UK tournament. Tommy End is a fucking beast, man. That guy's amazing, but is not super well known. So he's a guy that they can build around. Roderick Strong is a guy that they can build around. You know, there, there's plenty of dudes in NXT to, to make it super exciting again. Um, once Nakamura, Joe, and Bobby Roode are up on the main roster. Yeah, I, I agree. We'll, I agree. We'll talk about Samoa Joe not being on the main roster here in a couple minutes. Yeah, so yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump over to uh, WrestleMania, or WrestleMania, to Royal Rumble. Um, there's... Three matches on the pre-show. The pre-show started at fucking five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I I, I couldn't <sighs> tune in that early. I, we tuned I in at about either. six, just, and you know, it was we just too damn bit. early. Yeah, uh, they they talked a lot for for this. Like they it really it was a did. lot of talking, not a lot of match uh, stuff, which I feel like was kind of a cop it's out. Too much. Yeah, y- it's too it's too much. I love this. I mean, and it's yeah, too much. we we know like. 
wrestling is is fake, so you're scripting all this talk and stuff and tactics that in the end means nothing. Like, oh, I, yeah, I think little... he's gonna do so and so. He's gonna whip out this and that. No one fucking cares. Weird. Like, just just show us the, show show us what's gonna happen. You can commentate during the fucking thing. You know, like yeah, uh, it was it was a little strange. As much as I love Booker T, I don't I don't need like three hours of Booker T. No one needs three hours of Booker T. <laughs> So the uh, the first match, and this like just to go to show you how like how insignificant this shit was. I wrote the whole post for the website for the Why I Love Wrestling that I do every Saturday that we post on Geek Aid, and I put that the women's match was a six person match for the belt, and it wasn't. It was a six man tag team match. Like I totally got that wrong. Because it just didn't matter. Oh, so um, the the way it's lined up is the way that you have it. It's it's Bliss, Natalian, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, James versus yep. uh, what the fuck? Becky Lynch, Lynch uh, Nikki, Nikki and Bella, Naomi. and Naomi. Yeah, no, no one. And there's there's a couple people here. No one cares about. I mean, you could nah, throw the Natalia faces won. away. Yeah. Oh, so oh, Lynch and them won. Yeah. The, wow. Yeah. The faces won. Um. Everybody got their spots in. It was okay. I I didn't watch it. Six-man um, tag teams are always like, eh. Trios matches are really good in Lucha Underground and New Japan, and WWE has never been good at them. They, they just never have. So uh, the next match, though, for the Raw Tag Team Championships, on the pre-show, Gallows and Anderson against... Sheamus and Cesaro. I was sad and I missed this match. I was. I it was, was a, a really sad. good match. Yeah. I like you had mentioned it earlier that you know Sheamus and Cesaro were the team that took the belts off the New Day. The New Day, who have now have the record for being the longest reigning tag team champions in the history of ever, they took it away from Demolition. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro got really over as a team that it a team that shouldn't have worked, but somehow those those two dudes together really did. And Gallows and Anderson were brought in last year around the same time as AJ Styles. They were huge as part of Bullet Club in New Japan, and they have been floundering on the main roster for the last year. Writing's and fault. Nothing to do with them. No, nothing to do with them. Those two dudes are amazing. And Saturday night, they got the win. Gallows and Anderson are your new tag team champions for Raw, and it's about fucking time. I bet Anderson went home and banged his hot Asian wife with the belt on. Hashtag hot Asian wife. There you go. <laughs> it was a really good match. Ended with a uh, with, and there it wasn't even like a schmaz at the end. Like there wasn't a lot of weird shit going on. It was just a straight up match, and and they won. It was like it was kind of refreshing. Like there was, I think there was a ref bump, but there were two referees, so it didn't matter. Like it was fine. It was a good match. Um, the other match after that on the pre-show, Nia Jax fucking squashed Sasha Banks. So our, it was like it's, a five-minute match, and she destroyed her. Is this the end of Sasha? Like, what, what the fuck is going on? No, they need to establish somebody other than Charlotte as a legitimate competitor. But why against Sasha Banks? Because Sasha Banks was a champion. Right, but so on, you the have Nia Jax like, squash her. on the pre-show? On the pre-show. Well, yeah, I know, but... Maybe they're doing something on Raw right now. I don't know. As we're recording this, yeah, Raw is on. Raw's and I'm not, on. I, I we're mean, not watching. I much but... would have rather have seen like this on the. You know, fuck it. We'll we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah. It's it's fine. Um, so so those the, but those were the three pre-show matches. So then then we jump to the main card and the show kicks off with Charlotte and Bailey. Okay, much rather have seen the other two than these two. Like, I you know what I uh, I Charlotte... really thought like. 
First of all, Charlotte is fucking scary looking. Like she she doesn't look human anymore. She acts like She's a, a monster. monster. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's terrifying. My girlfriend was like, I don't like her anymore. She's scary. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, honey, look away. I don't I don't like her anymore either. This is t- she had, she was bleeding out of her mouth and screaming like a mad person. I was like, Oh, this yeah. this is not sexy. This is not anything. This is just this is weird. This is fucking weird. Charlotte oh. is fucking awesome. She's so good. She's so good in the ring. She's so good on the mic. She's such a good heel. But they have done nothing to establish Bailey or Sasha Banks as being able to beat her. And that's a problem. They've made Charlotte yeah. almost unbeatable. Now, if the plan... See, because here's where I think this is going. And I was a little bit wrong. I thought Bailey was going to win. Um, spoilers, fucking Charlotte won. So she has now... She is undefeated on pay-per-views. She is 16-0 on pay-per-view since she debuted, which is a pretty big deal. Um, but what I thought was going to happen, I thought Bailey was going to win last night and then drop the belt like tonight on Raw so that they could build up Bailey getting the championship at Mania because that's a big fucking story. Like, Bailey taking the women's title from Charlotte at WrestleMania, that is a huge moment. And that's where this is going. Like, make no mistake. Bailey will be the women's champion at WrestleMania. It has to happen sooner or later. Like, I I thought it was going to be tonight. Uh, I I was I right there was with too. you, man. And then I really did. Uh, you know, Michelle's like, "Isn't Bailey supposed to win?" I was like, "Well, we thought Bailey was going to win. Apparently, that's <laughs> not the case anymore." Fucking doing that uh, that weird somersault stunner onto the apron, smashing. Yeah, that was skulls. dope. Yeah. Uh, fucking dope finish to the match. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, maybe she'll kick out. And then I, I saw her when she got rolled in. I was like, no, she's out cold. This is the end of the match. Yeah, no, it was it was a really good match. Um, what I would imagine happens is that Bailey will go against Nia Jax at the next Raw pay-per-view. Um, or maybe something in February. And, uh, well, I mean, they'll both be in February. Elimination Chamber? Is that the next? I don't elimination know, like Chamber is next. There's too two, many. Two weeks. I'm not a big there's fan of Elimination many. Chamber. That For one, that there, all right, there's too many cage variations. Hell in the Cell is the only other cage variation we need. We don't need fucking Elimination Chamber, <laughs> whatever the fuck that is. That's some new age shit that they made up. <laughs> I think I think Bailey will like go against Nia Jax. Like they're building up Nia Jax as, un, as another unstoppable monster. Bailey will beat her to go to WrestleMania to eventually beat Charlotte. Charlotte's great, but they need to... It's, uh, it's got to end sooner or later. It does. It does. So, um, But a really good match. Next match, Kevin Owens with best friend Chris Jericho, the sexy pinata hanging in the shark cage above the ring against Roman fucking Reigns. And uh, what a weird ending to this match. Like, it was great. It, it was actually a great match. And, like, that's the thing. For all the shit that Roman Reigns gets, deservedly so. He's fucking terrible on the mic. Um, he's been booked to like into the stratosphere. But he's and the guy. Don't want it. He, yeah, he's he's the guy. He's actually really good. He's his. Like, he is his mic stuff <laughs> like, has improved a, a bit. Like, but it's the way not enough. Well, it's the way he's written now that it just yeah. nothing seems natural anymore and. 
it's like who whose dick did he suck where it's like you're still gonna be the good guy everyone can hate you but you're still gonna be the good guy because you're you and i'm like because. I, you know like being rock's fucking second cousin twice removed <laughs> person's left nut you know what the fuck it's man? good enough it's apparently good enough. Ah, dude, like, I, it, he, he's but, not as cut. But in the ring, he can go, man. Oh, yeah, he no, he's a very go. talented he's athlete. Good. Yeah. He's really good, and this match was really good. It had some really good spots in it. Um, The fucking crazy chair setup that Kevin Owens made, like, stacking <laughs> 15 chair chairs pyramid. together, oh, so only cute. to end up going through it, like, hitting Kevin Owens hitting Roman Reigns with a Superman punch with brass knuckles the fucking Chris Jericho dropped on him, and, like, all of this shit was great, but again, they finish it with Braun Strowman, for some reason, coming out and costing Reigns the victory. When the when the commentators have to explain why this is happening, there's something wrong. Like, right, they've done they've done something wrong. You're going, you're you're. It's like a joke that's not going over. So you're explaining it. It's that it's that same thing. You can't do that. Like if. The, the, first of all, the whole thing was is that uh, he like they spe- Goldberg and fucking uh, Roman Reigns speared Strowman the week like before, two weeks yeah. ago. Really, like th- that's, that's why. Enough. Like, and then no. the fact that they had to mention it and is like, uh, you know, we get it. He's a bad guy. He does bad yeah. things. He was getting back and like, no, no, there was nope, not good enough. He, like Kevin Owens could have won cleanly with this brass knuckles Superman punch. That's when I thought it was been over. Fine. Yeah, no, it would have like, been fine. Still. Roman Reigns still looks strong. Like, that's the thing. Roman Reigns is literally unbeatable. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't have the title right now, and he does lose matches, but he only loses matches after taking seven finishers and outside interference, plus some brass knuckles, and going through a table. It's like, Jesus Christ. No, you're forgetting chair How shots. How good is that fucking chest protector? You're forgetting chair shots to the back <laughs> and chest. So, yeah, no, he... he He's it's... got the most magic chest protector in the history of chest protector. Why pro- do you think... Like, D'Lo Brown's chest protector was nowhere near this No, good. no. Uh, but why do you think he's kept it for so long? Because it's gaudy as fuck. It. So, I mean, it's there's... so stupid. Gotta be some reason he keeps it. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's his power anyway, vest, so, man. Bro, fucking Braun Strowman comes out. Kevin Owens gets the win. Um, Chris Jericho comes down and like is fucking super excited that his best friend that they are still the champions. Um, it was a really good match. I just I hated the end, and uh, that's going to be a theme for the rest of the Rumble: hating the end. Yeah, involving Roman Reigns. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, next match, um, almost match of the night: Neville and Rich Swan. Except for when Roman Evil... Reigns came in and ruined it. <laughs> Ruin this match? No. No. Yeah, it didn't happen. Fucking evil Neville. I didn't know works. I wanted it until yeah. I saw it, it, it but works. I love it. That look I that love he makes, though, evil Neville. It's, it's his face is gonna stay like that. It's it's oh, it's, so it's an good. ungodly position that it's in. Like oh, he looks so, good. so he grumpy, looks so angry. <laughs> really, he does look like a grumpy little elf. It's awesome. I don't get my cookies. Motherfucking <laughs> choke slam someone. Oh man, that dude, dude! Like he put on a fucking match. I got my only um uh hang up with this match is that. Uh, super kicks, way overused. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot of super yeah, kicks. The, the rich kick, you can't you can't keep doing that over and over again, man. Oh, it's so good I, though. Y- I love Rich Swan. Oh yeah, I, I love him I love, too. It, but um, he know, might be our favorite follower on Twitter. Yeah, like, abs- I love the absolutely, fact that Rich Swan follows us on Twitter. Without a doubt, great, I, I'm very happy about that. He's just he's so likable, and it's such a good story. Like the over, I mean, it's a horrible fucking story, but. You know, Rich Swan has this this rags to riches kind of story, and like you have to cheer for the guy, and he's such a good face, and I, he's just he's amazing in the ring, and so is Neville, and this was a fucking great match, great match. The the fucking superplex spot at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. With, with Neville going over in that brutal ass submission that he's got now, Neville being the official with the belt with this victory, the king of the cruiserweights is a good thing. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, um, I, I feel like this gives time for uh, a lot of the other budding personalities that you have to kind of figure out where they're going rather than switching the belt around. Because I, I feel like the, the first part of the 205 thing with Kendrick and... Um, yeah, TJ uh, Perkins. Perkins. Yeah, it just... Like after the first time it happened, it was like no one, no one cares anymore, man. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can't have those two. And then Swan got it. And people were super hyped that Swan got it. And it's like, all right, well, what do we do next? Enter Neville. And it was perfect because he didn't fit in on a lot of the the main roster stuff, which sucked because, I mean, he's a hell of an athlete. He's great. Yeah. And this this is where he's going to shine. If if WWE chooses to do so, this is going to be a great division because there are Mm -hmm. great people in this division. They just need time to be established. You can't keep throwing them at each other with nothing going on. So now that you have people gunning at the main bad guy now, you can you have time to sort of make uh, intermingling storylines now, which uh, hopefully will give enough life into this uh, d- division to, to make something happen. Because it's been good. It hasn't been great. It's been good. So I, I want to see it get yeah. better, and I'm hoping this is a, uh, a, a jumping point for them. Well, and I think you're right. Neville's the perfect guy here because, like, there's a reason that they – fired Brian Kendrick years ago, he's not enough to carry a division. He's just not. He's good, but Neville gives everybody else in that division something to fight towards. Yeah, I mean, and you, you look at Brian Kendrick, who who was the bad guy. I mean, and he had the bad guy personality down. It was like half-not-caring type deal, like just yeah. I, I do what I want. But, I mean, his build was, like, what you think of a cruiserweight. Like, what I remember Chris Jericho looking like in uh, WCW. Back in the day. Neville yeah. looks like a fucking triangle. There's no, like, <laughs> body fat. It's just a triangle of muscle and angriness. And it, it, it works, man. He just, it's great. Yeah, he just fucking makes it work. Um, so He's great. Yeah, it, it was a good match. It was a solid match. I enjoyed it. Uh, this, this I did catch uh, all the Royal Rumble, and... This this was fucking cool, man. This was a good match, and I th- I think you're gonna see very similar to uh, to Bailey getting the belt at WrestleMania. I think this now paves the way for Rich Swan to uh, to make his way back to getting the cruiserweight championship from Neville at Mania, and it'll be a great moment. It'll be it'll be great. But we are gonna move on now to the the match of the weekend, and we shouldn't be surprised. John Cena and AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. Oh man, um, watching these two, like you know, it's it's really a shame. Uh, 
people don't like John Cena, and well, I you know what? I can't say people. It's not like people don't like Roman Reigns because people genuinely don't like Roman Reigns. I think people just right. love to hate John Cena. Like it's just well, and people got thing. tired of John Cena, right? Like, right. John, I mean, but John Cena has carried the company for the last. Ten years. Yeah, now that there's more competition um, and there's more personality than just him, it, it makes it new again. And, I mean, his never-quit attitude, it fucking works against someone like uh, AJ Styles where it was like, oh, you know, he, he cheated, he, he beat him one time cleanly, cheated again, and John Cena was getting the shit under the stick. And most people would just quit, but motherfucking Boy Scout John Cena came in. That's right. Oh man! Never and, give up. And both of those motherfuckers are talented. Like, uh, for for all the power that John Cena has, he can move too. Um, that he really can. That what what I don't even know what the fuck it's called. That flip pin that he did. Holy oh, shit! Oh, the uh, the sunset flip. Uh, like small package yeah like power bomb thing yeah when he does that it's like whole how the fuck did he's as big as a house how did he just do a front flip into a sitting position and not kill himself or aj styles or it, aj styles but that's how good aj is right like, they they just they work well together and i mean that's that's nothing really against do. aj like aj styles has proven himself time and time again the guy can move he can fly he can he can lift up john cena so yeah. uh it, it's 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 an awesome story and um aj styles was that foil that you needed to to bring john cena down a peg and uh boy was was this a fucking match man i mean how about that ending <laughs> how about everything i mean it was it was insane like the fact because Cena always wins with the super AA off the second rope. Like that that is always the finisher. But AJ has kicked out of it twice now. And I was watching the match like I was fucking getting hyped, like sitting on the couch trying to get Tiffany into it and she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but I was like, ah, honey, fuck. AJ kicked out of the soup like, you know, getting all fucking excited. And the the finish of the uh, well, but even before the finish. When they were trading submission holds, oh my back god, and that forth, was good. That was, oh, real was good. so good. Like the the chain wrestling was great. The storytelling was great. Yeah. And then the finish of that match, what was so good about it, and this is like little shit that WWE doesn't always do, but the finish of the match at SummerSlam when AJ beat Cena was AJ kicking out of the Super AA, hitting him with the Styles Clash, and then going to the outside for the springboard phenomenal forearm. That was the that was the whole sequence and they were going through that whole sequence again except this time Cena caught AJ, hit him with the AA, then rolled through, oh my picked God. him up oh. and hit him with a second one right away and it was like, "Oh, Fuck, like, the f so high. Yeah, when you saw him roll up, and he's like, oh, he's going for the pin. And then he rolls out of it, picks him up on his fucking back from laying down. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. And does the second AA, it's, it's just like, fuck, that, that's why this guy was the face that ran. I mean, I, he is, again, he is the face that runs the place. And for good reason. The guy, the guy deserved this match. And you could hear it in the crowd. No one was fucking booing him. And if nope. anyone was, you're fucking asshole. Like, he, yep. he, he did Nobody it. was mad. You can't be mad. No, no, it was a you good match. You can't be mad at that he, match. I don't think he's going to keep the belt for a while, but it was enough that... No, I don't think so either. I, I think the WWE, before he went full-time, well, all part-time, was, all right, you're going to win that title one more time. You're gonna you're gonna break He's tied that Ric Flair's record. Yeah, you're gonna tie that record, you know, and this this is your legacy. This is what you get. This is this is this is your time to shine. Here you go. 
at, at Mania, I'm sure Styles or someone else will will get it back. It's it's not gonna. I mean, he could drop it before that even. It's it's not unlikely. No, I I and that's the thing. Like that's what's fun about this again is that I don't know where they're going with it. No, I, it's, like I, I don't know, especially with fun. what what's gonna happen. What we're talking about next. I don't know where the fuck that's yeah. going. So let's uh let's jump into the uh to the Royal Rumble match itself and. Oh man, this was It was a roller coaster of emotion. This was a weird fucking match. This was a weird rumble. Like it started off with Big Kaz and Jericho and Jack Gallagher came in. Like Jack Gallagher was one of the surprise entrants, but it really didn't pick up until the seventh guy got in the ring, and that was Braun Strowman. Yep. yep. And Braun Strowman came in and just fucking put in work. Like just started eliminating motherfuckers and was just looking unstoppable oh yeah yeah you know, no, it, it was it was nuts um and looking completely unstoppable but at number 10 ty dylan oh god uh I, we we were upstairs at this point and uh, it was so perfect yeah M- michelle fell asleep on top of me and i i see 10 and then all of a sudden i hear it i just hear that that nice cool 10 and i'm like Ten. I screamed so oh. fucking loud. Michelle's like, I think they heard you down the block. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. You hear that crowd? Matter. They're popping as loud as I just popped because Ty Dillinger is number 10. He's, he's in. He didn't last that long. It didn't matter. He was there. That's what everyone wanted. And I mean, is is this what we're going to see happening? Is he going? Is, is he over now? We don't know. But I, I'd like I don't to know. see it. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I want to see him and Miz. Ty Dillinger making his debut in the Rumble and got eliminated by Strowman. Like that's where I I think you that's know, why it's okay. This it, part it, right, yeah, it it's wasn't... okay because Strowman eliminated the Big Show and eliminated Mojo Rawley and Big Cass and Kalisto and Mark Henry and James Ellsworth, who was fucking in the match for no reason. That that was a waste. Like uh, th- that was oh, one God, where I was so like, dumb. you you wasted like that. All right. So long story short, Samoa Joe wasn't in the Rumble. And th- this upset a lot of people because people uh, people wanted people wanted one of the Hardys, which would have been awesome. They wanted Kurt Angle, which would have been awesome, and they wanted mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, which would have been awesome. There are other people too, but I'm just kind of going over some big ones. None of them showed up, which you know, whatever. Nope, nothing. But then you wasted on a, a fucking guy like James Ellsworth. The joke is over. Let it go. It was over a week into like it. you, like it's yeah. been over. Yeah, it's not fucking. Funny. No, it's not. You you totally so like dumb. Yeah, it really ruined uh a chunk of that rumble for me while like he's waiting really getting did. in and I'm like, you know, what the fuck, man? Like it uh, fucking James Ellsworth, that kind of shit is what makes it hard to be a wrestling fan and to defend it to other people sometimes. Like not that you have to defend the things that you love or that you're into, like fuck them, you know, whatever. You be into whatever you want to be. But like that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, man, maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe this is stupid. God. Damn yeah, it. Michelle's like, who's that? And I was like, he's not a wrestler. He's he's just God a person. He's he's just a guy. Why is he in here? And I'm like, it's it's a yeah. long story Reasons. with a lot of sadness. I don't want to go yeah. into it. Let's let's just forget. And uh, thankfully, he was out very quickly. Like they didn't do anything yeah. to make him no, overstay. Strowman, yeah. Strowman threw him out of the ring. Like, oh I've my never God. seen another human throw yeah. anything. He makes That's a insane. very good ragdoll. I'll give him that. He does, but... Uh, so, all right. So, uh, eventually, Baron Corbin comes in, and he looked really good. 
even though he only eliminated one person, he did eliminate Braun Strowman, which was uh, which was pretty sweet. Like it was a good spot. That needed um, right. That that needed to happen, and they made it look believable at least, which yeah, I was happy really about because um, I, I would have been so mad if Braun Strowman won. Yeah, well, he's just not ready. No, it's just not time. No. Maybe next year. Could be, but um, we got a little bit of a tease of Sheamus and Cesaro breaking up with Sheamus uh, trying to throw Cesaro out. Um, which was a little silly. Uh, things really started to pick up again when uh, Bray Wyatt came in. Uh, Apollo Crews was in, um, it, which is nice. It's always fun to see Apollo Crews. He still needs work, but he he's another dude who has a ton of potential. Wasted talent. Yeah. For now, wasted talent. We'll see what happens. Um, th- um, another one. Uh, another wasted one, fucking Luke Harper. No one needed that. Yeah, he looked good, but I mean, the whole what they're doing with the Wyatts right now is really weird. Um, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But number 26, Brock Lesnar comes in. And like, I'm counting down at this point. I'm like, all right, 26, Brock Lesnar. We got 27, 28, 29, 30. We've got four more. We knew who they were already. We just didn't know what order. I know that Goldberg is in it. I know that Enzo, or I I didn't know that Enzo was going to be in it, but I knew that Goldberg and I knew that Taker were coming out. So I was like, all right, there's two spots for Kurt Angle or Samoa Joe or Finn Balor. Wait, I thought Reigns was actually predicted in the Rumble because I knew the last guy was going to be Reigns. No, no. Oh, apparently I'm fucking psychic then. Apparently because he had the match earlier. Like, he wasn't in the Rumble, you know? It, so yeah. he was a surprise. So anyway, Lesnar comes out at 26, starts fucking eliminating people um, left and right. Goldberg comes out at 28 and fucking eliminates Lesnar in, like, 30 seconds. And, you know, again, like they no are, one hates it. It goes to cheers. No. So I, I, and they, I can't hate it they either. They are either... But here's the thing. The rumor right now is that Goldberg is going to take the title from Owens at Roadblock I don't know or whatever the next... That. They're going to give him a title run? Maybe. You know, I, I, all right. Um... But, but like, look, Goldberg eliminated Lesnar, and they're building this up. I don't know exactly where they're going with this. But Goldberg looked terrible in the ring last night. No, nah, it wasn't like, the same hitting the thing. Ropes, yeah, no. He looked bad. Like, he looked awkward. His timing was fucking shitty. Like, he needs to have more dark matches. Like, this guy needs some practice. It looked really awful. I I think it goes down to that um, they threw him in. They, they basically threw him into what he's doing now, which is, you know, just being a monster, which is, is fine when he's just versing Brock Lesnar. But then you're going to throw him into the Rumble he, you're right. He does need a bit more practice than what what it's he's just, getting right now. He looked. It looked. It looked bad. And same thing with number twenty nine. I love him, but last night was the first time that I've seen the Undertaker in the ring where I was like, I don't know if I need to see this again. Yeah, you could tell he's 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 losing it. Uh, I he and looked, it wasn't. He didn't look good. Yeah, it wasn't old. Like it wasn't old sloppy it was out of shape sloppy it was like yeah what are you doing it was just sloppy yeah (laughs) it was just it was just sloppy but so we get down number 29 undertaker comes out and i'm sitting on the couch i'm watching last night it's like quarter after 10 and like number 30 fuck it's gonna be samoa joe they saved it samoa joe is coming out he's gonna win the rumble it's gonna be the the big thing 
and then the big dog. It was the wrong fucking Samoan. Da, da, like I got a Samoan. Da, 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 and da. fucking oh, God. It's, and, it's shitty. And not for nothing, Roman Reigns' real name is Joe. So I got a Samoan Joe last night. <laughs> it's not the but Samoa it was the Joe. Fucking wrong Samoa Joe. God damn it. <laughs> Roman Reigns comes out to uh, the booze in that arena last night were deafening. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody more like legit hated than Roman Reigns. It's it's like those that that was not that was X Pac heat. That was not we're booing this guy because he's a heel. They were booing Roman Reigns because they literally wanted him to die in the ring. Yeah. That would have made people cheer. Yeah, no, it would have. Uh, if he got decapitated somehow in between the ropes, people would have been like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's great. It, no, yeah, no that, he's actually that's exactly dead. What no, we, we don't care. To see. No, we that's don't care. Yep, Put him good, in the ground. Good. No, Fuck him. And, uh, and he eliminated Taker. Yeah, that, and then I'm like, is that what they're setting up? They're setting up Undertaker and Reigns because right now... Undertaker doesn't look like that's a believable thing to happen. Like Roman Reigns. No, that's a bad match. Yeah, that is going to be a bad match because let's face it, as fun as it is to watch the Undertaker just tear apart people at WrestleMania, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to handle it. Like to make it look mm -hmm. believable, when he faced Shane McMahon, it looked like he was running out of steam. I don't think he's going to be mm -hmm. able to keep up with Roman Reigns. No, there there are two dudes on the roster right now, maybe three that Undertaker could have a good match with. Um, it John Cena. I think that would be a good match. AJ Styles, because AJ Styles will have a good match with a fucking like it was DDT wrestling out of Japan. He would have a good match with a fucking blow up doll. And I think Sami Zayn could pull a good match out of Taker. Uh yeah, but that's about Sammy it. Sami Zayn's just I mean he's 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 the underdog from the underground. But um enough about Sami. But that's it, my ginger angel. Um. <laughs> He, uh, no. Well, there's your, there's your episode yeah. title, Sami Zayn, my ginger angel. Um, yeah, no, it, Taker is just I, this. This really needs to be his last mania. Like, I was surprised when it he really came does. back. I was happy when he came back, but seeing him in the ring, like doing things, I'm like, he looked uh, bad. Yeah, it, it, he did not look good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Roman Reigns eliminating him. People fucking lost their minds. Taker's from Texas. Taker is from fucking Dallas, and WrestleMania is in Dallas. Like, if Roman Reigns retires The Undertaker... It's not going to go good. <laughs> it's not going to go, like... I don't know what they're thinking with this, because this is not legitimate heat. This is not a heel getting heat. Like, th this is... Like, we hate this guy. We never want to see him again, mostly because he's not Daniel Bryan, and... That's not necessarily fair, but it is like, so anyway, so Reigns comes out, ruins everybody's fucking night, and then we're left with a really weird final four that ends up with Randy Orton main eventing WrestleMania as your winner of the 2017 Royal Rumble. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, man. I really don't. So, but like, so right now. WWE has arguably the deepest, best roster that they've ever had. And right now, because Randy Orton is on SmackDown and he won the Rumble and he's going to main event Mania against the champion, right now on paper, the main event of WrestleMania in 2017 is John Cena and Randy Orton. I just I hopped in my time machine. 
Give it to Bray Wyatt. Give it to fucking Sami Zayn. Give it to Barry. I would have been happier with... At, at the point that Roman Reigns came out, I would have been happy if James Ellsworth was the fucking winner of the Royal Rumble. If, yeah, if he somehow didn't hit the floor. <laughs> like, if Braun Strowman threw him so Christ. far into the stratosphere, he came back down, smacked into the ring, and everyone flew out because of the impact... Sure, it was better than Roman uh, Reigns or Randy Orton. Like those two, like for all right, we we all know Roman Reigns has been pushed too much, and Randy Orton comes back what like less than a year ago, and now he's in line to take a part a of the title Wyatt shot family, again. And now it's him, and it was. I, we don't need it. No, we like it's weird. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird ending to the whole weekend like it was a great weekend up until number 30 up until roman reigns and then it just fucking ended weird and uh, i was so disappointed yeah i just don't i just don't understand that's the thing like i was talking to tiffany about it last night tiffany for new listeners to who don't know who dean and i am my wife who does not love wrestling um which is putting it mildly but tolerates it because she loves me um we're talking i was just like I just, I just don't understand. I, I don't under. Did, where are they going? Did you write it like down? Maybe. On, did you have like Orton written down on paper equals like question mark? And you're like, I don't. Yeah, it's an unsolvable a bunch. Problem. Like I've been writing it on my notebooks all day today. It was really weird. Maybe, maybe there's something where like Bray Wyatt demands that Orton give up the title shot, and they have a match. I don't know. I don't know. It's very it's, strange. It's not. Well, I mean, regardless. It's not a good storyline because no. not a lot of people are behind Bray Wyatt either. Like, it's it's a thing right now, sure. But, like, would anyone really want to see John Cena versus Bray Wyatt? Like, I don't I don't know if I'd want to see that. Like, I saw it already. Yeah. It, it wasn't it, great. Yeah, it happened. And I, <sighs> I don't know. I, it, There's better people on the roster to put over than... Randy Orton, uh, uh, get, you're putting him more like he's already over. Like now you're just you're you're sending him back up. I don't. Where how over are we going? I don't know what way's up anymore. What way's down? Like nothing uh, makes sense. It really doesn't. Uh, <sighs> yeah, no. We we had a lot of great matches. Uh, let let's let's be fair. Like the, this weekend, no, for they the did. Most part, it was, was it good. was great yeah. up until the last like ten minutes, and it was like what the. Fuck are you doing? Yeah, uh, Michelle woke up and she's like, "Who won?" And I said, "Randy Orton." Who's Randy Orton? I said, "Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the problem. Like, why? Why did Randy Orton win?" And I, I mean, let, let's be real. Like, you and I know who like Randy Orton is. If people go like, if new people tuning in, like ha that have been watching for maybe the past six months, fucking Randy Orton has just been a tool. Like, he's just yeah. been a fucking tool. And the fuck, man, that's the guy. <laughs> That's the tool. You're going to make the tool the guy. Not the hand running it all, the fucking tool. Bray Wyatt yeah. could have turned on fucking Randy Orton at any time, or vice versa, and that would have been better. No, it was just would have been fine. fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, not... Whatever. <sighs> I'm sorry. I, I, I get no, a No, no, it's okay. I was, I was really angry. It was really dumb. Yeah. It's just a really dumb ending. Yeah, it like, it was. It, just, uh, it did not make a lot of sense, and I, we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll as soon as we're done recording, I'll flip over to Raw, and maybe something is happening. I mean, it won't happen until tomorrow because Randy's on SmackDown. But I don't know. We'll see. But that uh, that is, I think, gonna wrap it up for the uh, for episode one 
of the Backdrops and Body Slams podcast. Um, any uh, any closing thoughts, Dean? Um, watch New Japan. Is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my closing uh, ch- check out Cody Rhodes anywhere you can, because the American oh, Nightmare uh, is amazing, and uh, I want him to come back. I miss him. I miss him so much. I do too. Did you watch Wrestle Kingdom? I, I watched his bit. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom was amazing. Yeah. Fucking that Kenny Omega Okada match was. Yeah, oh, I heard that was, was. I heard that was fire. Oh, yeah. Perfect. It was a perfect match. Anyway, so we'll be back again uh, next month with uh, with a whole recap of everything that's gone on, all the uh, the seventeen pay per views that will be happening between the end of January and the end of February. Um, but thank you so much for checking out the show. We really do uh, appreciate it. It's a, a new endeavor here that. You know, like I said, we'll we'll be at least once a month, maybe sometimes more. We'll see what we can do. Uh, but if you like the show, please uh, like the show on, you know, we'll have stuff up on Facebook. We'll have it on all our social media uh, through geekade.com. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about it. Uh, you know, give it a, a like and review on iTunes. All of that good stuff. It's, uh, well, it would be helpful and it would be nice. Make sure you tune in next month when we have a whole slew of new wrestling stuff to talk about. For the Vessel Lord Dean DeFalco, for Dan Ryan, I am Dan Ryan.